Hi friend, if you love the information you hear in the podcast, then you will love the free mini series of videos that I've put together just for you. It's all about the biblical blueprint for health and teaches you exact principles I've taught to thousands of Christian women that result in weight loss, better sleep, increased energy, clearer skin, and sharper brains. You can go to thechristiannutritionist.com slash miniseries to grab this free set of short, powerful teachings that will show you how to create better health God's way. It's at thechristiannutritionist.com slash miniseries. Go check it out now. Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome back to the club. Well, it's that time of year, y'all. Can you smell it in the air? I know you mamas can because I can feel your brains going about 100 miles an hour with plans and goals and a schedule that would scare a military commander. It's back to school time. And because I start going a little mental at this time of the year and figure I'm not alone, I thought it would be good to face this head on with some biblical perspective. And this isn't just for the mamas, it's for any busy woman who is trying to keep all the plates spinning while maintaining some sense of composure and sanity. I think we all see back to school as kind of like a second new year, whether you're an actual student, a mama in the trenches, an empty nester, a grandparent, or have no kids in the mix at all. We all kind of feel this shift in the atmosphere. We've all been students in our lives, and so I feel like there's this energy for a fresh start ingrained in us at this time of the year. And I mean, it's sad to see summer go, but also kind of exciting and kind of a relief, you know, to get back to structure and routine. We all feel that sense of a clean slate, but inevitably we start filling up that slate with plans and expectations. I know as a mom, like this feels like a mommy new year, you know? And so every year I'm like, okay, this is the year it's going to be different. This is the year I am bringing my mommy a game. I'm going to do it all. I'm going to make the lunches and prep the dinners and enforce the chore chart and color coordinate the schedule and stay off social media and eat like a goddess and start lifting weights and give my husband more attention and not let the 10 page math homework drive me to the Chardonnay. And by God, I am going to slay this school year. Does that sound familiar? Like we put all of this pressure on ourselves to have it together. But then no matter how big our plans are, that first day of school just like slams into us like a tsunami. And then it's like we're off to the races, riding some crazy horse that doesn't stop until after Christmas. The question 
we have to ask ourselves. The one I keep asking myself is, I mean, who am I doing all of this for? All of this crazy planning and, you know, this picture of perfection, this perfection pressure. Because if it's for our families, which I think that's where our hearts are, you know, we really want to pull it together just to give our families this, you know, great experience and these memories of just having a family that has it together, you know. But I think the irony is that they would rather have a less organized, imperfect mama than one who is constantly stressed and crazed because she can't live up to her mountain of expectations. So I was thinking about that scene between Martha, Mary, and Jesus. When Martha gets irritated because, you know, she's doing all this work in the kitchen, you know, and her sister Mary isn't helping her. And really the kind of the point is, is that Martha is all caught up in this busy and she's missing the importance of what's happening. Here, let me read you the scene. It comes from um, Luke 10, 38 through 42. It says, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Dude, Jesus, like, just truth-bombed Martha. And it makes me laugh that Martha was totally throwing tood at Jesus. I mean, she's getting all snippety-snap with the Lord of the universe. You know, like, no one's helping me up in here with all of these things I have to do. And I don't know about you, but I am so guilty of this. Getting all snippety-snap with my husband and my kids because... They are not playing their part in helping me achieve my expectation mountain, you know, even though it's for their own dadgum good. But, you know, what does Jesus tell Martha? He says, you are stressed out over all the things, but you're missing the most important thing. And don't we do that? We worry about the schedule, the obligations, the housekeeping, the activities, and on and on. More than the people right in front of us more than the Lord of the universe. Ladies, mamas, what God and the people in our lives want is just us, our time and our presence and our love. And a good mood helps too. (laughs) But what do we do? We often treat our people worse than a stranger. I know I've done that. And we put God on the back burner, vowing to get to him on another day. Now listen, I'm not going to pretend things aren't going to be busy. They're going to be hella busy. But are we going to do busy with God and with grace for our families? Or are we going to run ourselves ragged with a snippety-snap martyr Martha attitude? One thing I think that we can do collectively as women is stop wearing busy like a badge of honor. There's this verse from Proverbs 31, 20 says that always makes me scratch my head. It's like, she looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. 
I'm like, who got time to be idle? No woman I know. But I think we can look well to the ways of our household without being idle or without being crazed with busy. Because the truth is we aren't looking well to the ways of our household when we're overscheduled, exhausted, and distracted. Now, one thing I'm try- I always try to personally do, I'm not great at it, but when somebody asks me how I'm doing, it's just not to say busy. Because isn't that what we always do? How are you? I'm busy. How are you? I'm busy. So busy, busy, busy. You know, and what if we just answered, <laughs> I'm relaxed. I got it all together. You know, I know that feels not true, <laughs> but <laughs> we can try. We can tell ourselves that it would be so nice if we answered with something like that than just busy. But how can we feel more relaxed and less crazed? Well, numero uno, the absolute most important thing to do is not to let God slip to that back burner. And it's so easy to do y'all because he's so full of grace and we know he'll always be there for us. So we kind of take advantage of that. You know, dinner can't wait, but God can. This project cannot wait. God can. Football practice can't wait, but God can. Coffee can't wait, but God can. Letting your relationship with God slip through the cracks is the worst idea ever. Because it's during these stressful, crazy times that we need him the most. I like to spend time with him first thing in the morning because it's like sticking an IV of peace (laughs) into myself that, you know, just like continues to trickle in my body throughout the day. I also, you know, just like to get his input on my schedule. Like, Lord, help me prioritize. Show me where to cut it short and where to linger. Tell me what to take on and tell me when to say no. And it's not like he's, you know, handing me over a daily to-do list in my brain, like, you know, exactly. But often, sometimes during the day, I'll just get a gut feeling about doing something or not doing it, you know, about working on this project or that one, or even about going into one of my kids' rooms and just saying, hey, what's up? The other thing you can do to feel less crazy during this back to school time is to take care of yourself because the other thing we end up doing despite those big health goals is putting ourselves on the back burner. Again, we sort of think of ourselves as the expendable thing in the schedule, but that's also a mistake. You know how you feel when you're eating junk and not getting exercise and not getting enough sleep. It just feels icky. And I can tell you from both professional and personal experience, when those things are off, it makes us more moody and snippety snap with our families. And then that makes us feel even worse about ourselves. And none of it is how we want to show up in life for our people. We've got to remember that nothing on our back to school to-do list is better for our families than a peaceful and healthy mama. And instead of trying to, you know, head bull our way into the school year in this like mom armor of self-reliance and, you know, pressure to be perfect, we'd be so much better off putting on the armor of God. When we put him first in our families, in our schedules, in our goals, in our health, the pieces fall into place so much more easily and gracefully. My kids start school this week. I think a lot of the kids do. So I have a bunch of mamas and other busy ladies uh, starting Feast to Fast with me. And we are, you hear me, ladies? We are going to keep God and our needs on the front burner so that we don't act like maniacs as we move into this new season. 
It feels good to have an official start date, just like the kiddos do. Do you have one? If not, come start Feast of Fast with me. You can sign up right now. We're getting started at feastoffast.co. We'll have our daily scripture verses to help keep us centered in these goals of God and health. But I would encourage all of you listening to go pick up your Bible and read that passage in Luke, that exchange between Martha and Jesus, and just, you know, keep it as a reminder for perspective. Like Jesus said, there are few things needed, but really just one. Truly, the things we all need are few and simple. And when it comes down to it, the greatest need is just one. And that's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Soak it up, my sisters, and happy Mommy New Year to you. Thanks for listening. Come join Feast of Fast if you want. And have a healthy and blessed week. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.